You can do it. Yes, you can. I'm Bree Pruitt. Help me understand your trouble, your struggle. I'll build you up. I'm Bree Pruitt. You're my buttercup. You're listening to You Can Do It with Brie Pruitt, the weekly pep talk podcast for all the things we struggle with. I am Brie Pruitt coming to you live from the studio in Glendale, California. That's the traditional land of the Tongva, Tatatvian, and Chumash people. Sending all my energy to you, good and gentle listeners. And also sending it to anyone over 40 on TikTok. Over 40 TikTok, I salute you. You adapted to a situation That was unfamiliar to you. You learned a new trick. Well done. Uh, Welcome to the show. We've got a great episode featuring hilarious Portland-based comedian Katie Wen. Katie is the recent recipient of the Willamette Week Funniest Five top slot. (laughs) She won the first place in a a peer-voted comedy contest uh, put on by a uh, newspaper outlet in Portland, Oregon. Uh, She, you know, is nationally renowned, but based in Portland. And we talk about her, uh, you know, interest in connecting via social media and taking some dang selfies. She's just trying to take some selfies, but she's got inner saboteurs. Uh, We talk a little bit about, I tried to relay something you know, um, uh, thoughtful about selfies as resistance, as it was explained to me by our mutual friend, Jenny Yang. I did fumbled it during the actual interview, but I scraped together some resources and I will add them to the episode notes. One of the articles I came across, uh, from the BBC discussing selfies as sort of a, method of you know taking back the the male gaze like a very it's a very feminist um you know practice uh it the the article shouts out a friend of mine (laughs) artist um named brannon rockwell charland and she is uh the wife of a dear friend uh and former podcast guest curtis cook small fucking world so i'll link that uh, she is an artist, and so and she she was quoted uh, about using photos of herself and like yeah, fucking avoiding the fetishization of of black women's bodies like makes total sense. And when we get in this episode with self about selfies with Katie Wen, you know we, we definitely make a case for like you got to take selfies. You know we got to represent you know the faces and and bodies not seen in the mainstream media. We got to like represent ourselves. We got to like be those marginalized people that are putting themselves on Maine. That's the dang subject of the episode. Of course we go deep. Of course Katie brings in something light and we go deep. Um, you know, this fucking pandemic has been hard on so many different kinds of people. Um, I'm so impressed with everybody who comes in here and frankly, all of y'all for sticking with me. Uh, when we, when we kind of go in, I mean, this, this freaking year has been no joke. And when I say year, I mean, we're like, you know, coming back to March where things got wild in 2020. Ugh, here we are. Um, let's just keep it moving, gang, because it is 
Um, you know, it's a new episode. I want to shout out for <laughs> all of you for sticking with me through last week's episode because I listened back. We need some checks and balances over here. Otherwise, I'm just shouting into the abyss uh, in my <laughs> in the studio in Glendale, California. So I listened to the episode and man, I was off the rails. I was out of pocket. I was talking about I, I said complicated probably like 130 times. Um, it, it was wild. Thank you guys for, for joining me with that. I wanted to thank anyone who came to my uh, live Zoom comedy shows. I had two Zoom comedy shows last weekend. We had one for High Priestess raising money for Austin Safe Alliance. Pleased and happy to report $313, I believe, 303 or 313 went to Austin Safe Alliance. You know, not a ton of money, but it feels so good when it's direct, right? It feels so good when it's like directly to the organization because they can make it go a lot further than some intermediary, I think. So stoked that they will um, get to put that money to use. And it was great to have, and there was also direct donations and stuff like that probably. Um, but it was also great to just hold community with those Austin comedians that are having a hard time. Uh, also, we I had a, a show on Saturday night um, called Pop, Pop and Chat on Twitch with uh, a really funny uh, show format where the host Carolyn reviews soda pop and then she has comics on to talk you know soda pop is a quite a passion of mine so I talked uh, fervently about my love for Diet Coke but yeah that was that was a really fun show thanks for stopping by everybody and hey you gotta go ahead and follow the the podcast you can do it with Brie Pruitt uh, on all the all the platforms we got it we got to do TikTok even man I'm 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 <laughs> I'm I'm in there with over thirty uh, TikTok I'm I'm in it I'm not scared of you teenagers I'm not scared of you motherfuckers so yeah follow us review the dang podcast it helps out and hey tell your friends if they are gentle chicken tenders that like this kind of thing okay keeping it moving what's happening in the world well uh oh I'll tell you what if you want to watch a quality film. If you like quality films, I tell you, watch United States versus Billie Holiday. I mean, it's pretty essential history that I did not know at all. Uh, I knew that, you know, Billie Holiday was a controversial figure and like, you know, because she was performing for white people. And so she was scrutinized. Uh, but I did not. I, I, I kind of knew about the drug use, but I did not know about this fucking issue that the FBI had with the song Strange Fruit and you know this is like such essential history so you know keep that keep that black history month energy uh and you know just just keep the learning I mean it's a great film shout out Lee Daniels it's Andra Day is a, a you know singer who I've long admired but it is so when somebody comes through and blows your socks off like I can act too damn dude it's incredible it's also a really queer movie there's a lot of um Davina Joy I believe her name is Davina Joy Taylor um she's like big girl um actress from they call me Dolomite and she was in the new High Fidelity she rules dude love to see it very yeah a lot of queer characters watch this fucking movie United States versus Billie Holiday it's intense you got to watch it. What else is happening? Well, I have a sourdough starter. Uh, have I made any bread with it? No. More on that to come. Uh, do I feed it? Yes. And it is very satisfying to feed. 
a colony of bacteria and fungus in I, fungus. Is there fungus in there? It's mostly bacteria, I think. Uh, fungus, nope, bacteria, flower, water, uh, in a little, little bacteria colony. I feed it and I feed it more flour and water. It just gets bigger, more bubblier, more active. It's living its, its best starter life. And that has been, yeah, it's been very nice. I've gotten to share the starter a little bit. I feel like, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a pet, um, to not to blow up my own spot. I don't have a pet and I don't even have a fish. I was afraid that I, back when, back when I lived in Oregon, I was afraid that if I got a fish and went out of town and then it got very cold, perhaps the fish could freeze. Uh, that was an irrational thought that I had about being a pet owner. And now that I am owning a starter and I'm feeding a starter, first I've been keeping plants alive. I've kept four plants alive this year. I'm now feeding a starter. I'm now feeding a starter that needs to be fed almost every day. I'm really doing a good job. I think I'm working my way up to fish. I think I get a fish. We'll see how it goes. Um, let me just launch into the pep talk because it, you know, I was going to have kind of an intense pep talk. I was going to talk about this vaccine. I was going to talk about um, trigger warning, the word obesity, obesity. I was going to talk about how uh, we're still using the body mass index to get people vaccinated and how that made me feel because systemic fat phobia is an ongoing it's still out there. And even though I'm a small fat person, I am impacted by systemic fat phobia. And it's good to be remembered about it because I have privilege that allows me to skate by it. I was going to talk about those things, but I'm not going to talk about those things because it's just a lot. So let's just go somewhere else. That's okay. You don't ever have to bring, you know, you don't have to bring guns to a knife fight. Um, we're still, we're still talking about struggles and stuff. Here's a very, let's, let's just kick it off. Cause we start every podcast with a pep talk and a rant. Let's just kick it off with an easy pep talk. Uh, how hard it is to make sourdough bread. Look, I've got the sourdough starter. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the, I don't want to talk about the medicalization of fat bodies. Let's talk about how hard it is to make bread because it's hard. It's a very long process. It's very intimidating. I'm watching a lot of content. And I think maybe that's the first problem right there. I've got too many expectations about myself and I love bread and I want bakery style sourdough. And it's, you know, it's, I'm going to have to learn. Um, it takes two days and even, and here's another factor that makes me demotivated to make the bread. I like bad bread too. I like 99 cent sleeves of English muffins from a grocery store that are just chock full of chemicals. You know, we don't know why, <laughs> but, but it's just fear, right? I th that's what I'm saying, you know, but it's fear kind of created by bread in Instagram and, <laughs> and bread TikTok, all the bread, all the, all that flashy bread social media that's intimidated me. Boy, I'm really, really gearing up for the for the podcast, uh, the rest of the podcast where me and Katie talk about being put off from engaging with social media because of how perfect everybody makes it look when, you know, it's just bread um, and you can fuck it up and you don't even have to take a picture of it. Okay, that was a pretty good pep talk. Um, I feel, you know, oh, it's yeah, it's intimidating. It's also so slow. You really got to do it slowly. Okay, uh, the next, the next part of, 
part of the show. I always do a rant. Um, and the rant today goes right off of the pep talk, right off the heels of the pep talk. Because what I'm talking about is how slow and painful a bread making process is. Not painful, painstaking, numeric, lots of math. Okay, but here's this other thing that I'm going to rant about, which is how easy it is to make a giant ice cream sandwich, cut it into smaller ice cream sandwiches, and have those in your freezer on hand at any time. Like the fucking pioneer woman over here with like, you know, 12 Christian children that I'm feeding. But nope, it's just me. I'm in my 30s and I like ice cream sandwiches. But it feels silly to buy them because, you know, it's so, you can get a gallon of ice cream and make like literally 24 ice cream sandwiches. It was so easy to make the cookie part too. I didn't need anything. It was like, I didn't need anything. I made it vegan just because I had vegan stuff here. So it, it was great. I, I bought very cheap vanilla ice cream. You could fucking drizzle caramel in there. You could drizzle, you know, whatever you want, frankly. Frankly, whatever you want. You could put jam in there. You can make non, because I made a chocolate, like cakey cookie um, you know, those ice cream sandwich cookies, it's not really a cookie. It's like, it's more of cake. So I made a very, very thin cake. You press it out. I'll, I'll link you guys a fucking recipe. I don't give a fuck. And just, you know, it's, it's, it boggles the mind that I am eating anything else ever when I can make a giant ice cream sandwich and then enjoy giant and then wrap each individual one in parchment paper. Like I'm a fucking Pinterest page. I could tie it with twine or something. I didn't. I used rubber bands because I got a grip of rubber bands around here. Listen, I'm still reducing, reusing, and recycling, and I'm still making and enjoying a giant ice cream sandwich. I will link a recipe in the comments. The recipe that I used was just for the cookie. Okay, everybody, that was the rant. Man, lots of weird rants these days, but, you know, it's a pandemic. What, what are you going to do? I pull a tarot card for you good and gentle listeners. You good and gentle listeners, I pull a tarot card and I, I meditate on you. And the tarot card I pulled was the two of cups reversed. Two of cups is one of my favorite cards. It's like two people and they're like cheersing each other. This is upside down. So what I'm getting from it is like kind of frustration, you know, kind of like you're not doing so good, maybe oversharing with someone you're close to. Kind of, th- it kind of feels like you, you when you get drunk with someone, you maybe overshare, maybe gets a little messy, maybe you, you know, you, something needs to get worked out, so you get drunk with someone instead of just like feeling your feelings and talking through it. Getting drunk with someone is a perfectly reasonable way to do it, but if you want to do it a little less uncomfortably, I think there's an unco- less uncomfortable way to do it. That's my suggestion. Okay, folks, let's kick off this episode. Oh, astrology. You know what? There's no astrology. There's It's Pisces season. <laughs> Just look at the moon. Um, it's not an astrology podcast. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm very excited about this episode with Katie Wen. Um, the sound quality was questionable. We use the Zoom audio. You know, guys, I just, we do the best we can here. You can do it for a production team. Uh, it's very minimal, and uh, I, I appreciate your understanding. It's a great episode. There's a, a sweet Easter egg if you wait to the end of the of the podcast. I really admire and appreciate every comedian who sings with me, but I appreciate even more uh, comedians who bring their own, put their own stank on it. And Katie definitely did that. Uh, give it up. Follow her. Support her. Katie Wen. And we're back. It's You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt. I'm joined today by my guest, Katie Wen. Hello, my friend. Hello, friends. my friend. 
We're all friends here. Yeah, the good and gentle listeners are our friends. Um, I'm so happy you're here, Katie. Uh, I've known you for a long time, and you absolutely crushed and destroyed the Willamette Week Funniest Five Showcase last week. You graced all the all the covers of the Willamette Week newspaper. So your your face and your sweats are all over the city. You're doing a victory lap. You you're the queen. You run the city. You've climbed the pink building in the oh, yeah. in Portland, a his, classic historic Portland uh, landmark, like Godzilla. And you are at you're at the top, and you're you know you've got fucking Ted Wheeler under your arm like a damsel in distress. And yeah. that's you. Of my that's chest. you right now. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. <laughs> Pounding like monkey. Yeah, pounding my chest, waving Ted Wheeler around like mm-hmm. a rag doll. Yeah, broke off the top of the building, bit it, up, bit it, ate, ate, ate some of Big Pink, Lil Pink, I call it. Well, ooh, yeah, yeah, I'm the Big Pink now. Like, yeah, uh, you're the. Okay, you're uh, big. That's the point. It's your yeah. size. You're not diminutive, Katie. When you're a very large presence. Um, all this to say, you were so so funny and. I am so proud of you. I hate, you know, we've known each other for a long time. We we've done co- comedy at at the smallest of venues and yeah. uh, to see you crushing a, a, you know, a Zoom show, which is admittedly, you know, I'd prefer to see you in the 700 seat revolution hall. But uh, the Zoom show uh, was very good. You did very well. Thank you. Yeah, it was a fun show. It was it was a good time. I didn't I got real intimate, really showed people inside of my house my apartment a whole a whole bookshelf i thought that was a good lineup it was a good vibe gang actually Um, yeah it's a good variety pack great variety pack a weird mishmash of cereals um but you you as a headliner you really brought it home it was really sweet thank you thanks for thanks for hosting killed it it was really fun to see you yeah i always enjoy some good brie banter some bb as i like to call it some little bb um you call it bb free banter oh yes yeah (laughs) you know that's what i said i was getting on the horn tonight a little (laughs) bb (laughs) to myself you're just uh like writing little acrostic poems about all the different things you're doing huh oh yeah every 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 part every everything you've said so far is making into at least one of my poems (laughs) wow okay very good well um yeah thank you for joining me katie it's uh you know it's a pep talk podcast um, so I'm going to give you a pep talk and it's going to be really fun. Um, but the first thing I have to ask you is how can me and my listeners show up for you? Yeah. yeah like oh. on social media or oh, on social media. Okay. I thought you were talking metaphorically. How can you support me emotionally or that, yeah. or if you feel strongly, <laughs> if we can support you in a different way. Yeah. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as KT Nuggin. Uh, check me out. KT N-U-G-G-I-N. Um, Lots of, lots of hot content. <laughs> Bread the is there hot content? Uh, oh, there's, there's, there Ooh. is some interesting and appetizing content. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> chomp, chomp. That. Yeah, yeah. Let your curiosity uh, take the wheel. <laughs> Those f- fucking listeners are licking their chops. I'll tell you what. They're excited. Yeah. They're like Ugh. a cartoon wolf over there. Ah, sharpening and- their <laughs> knife and fork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tongue on the floor. Eyes 
is popping out. You know, that one wolf, the one horny oh, wolf. Oh, sure, 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 sure. That, yeah. that wolf. I mean, why? If, hey, we could do this all day, but like, I don't know why cartoons taught us that wolves, rabbits, and skunks were so horny when, I mean, dogs are the horniest. They yeah. fuck everything. Never seen a horny cartoon dog in a children, but seen lots yeah. of yeah, the skunk is like not and he's European horny. He's got his own like who decide is it the stripes? Like is it really is it really just the stripes? <laughs> or is it the oh is that a, like a French people don't shower joke? I think it's a French people don't shower joke. Um, but I'll tell you what, yeah. I know one French person and they don't shower. So correct. Sorry. Oh, oh. stereotypes are right. C'est la vérité, Pepe Le Pew. It's the truth. It's all in the what snout. If, <laughs> Katie, what if you were a language comic? Like, sort of like Eddie Izzard is kind of just like <laughs> does all languages of comedy now. You could be perhaps a language comic. I've never had to translate or write comedy. I mean, I've written like, I've like, like have said jokes in Spanish, um, but like, since I speak it all day long at work, but I've, I think that'd be a really interesting challenge. I think I could make it work, but I think it would take a lot of practice because I think your vibe would just have to be different too. You're yeah. like a different person in a different language. Like your vocab is different. Like the wow. phrases you know are different. Like your references are different. You're just like a whole different person. In a, in a Who different are language. you in Spanish? What's Spanish Katie like? Ah, she's, I mean, she's a teacher, right? So like, right. <laughs> n- like, the language wise, not like swearing out the wazoo, you know, um, a lot of very cheesy, you know, like, um, you know, for the listeners, Katie teaches Spanish to young adults. Yeah. Yeah. High school. Um, and it's all in Spanish because they're mostly native speakers because it's like a Spanish language arts class. So like I I have free reign, like I can say anything, you know, I can make puns or I can like make, um, I can like, you know, say as much as they want um in terms of like how their understanding their comprehension of it is yeah is their comprehension super high um but yeah i'm real corny uh i'm pg-13 uh, i'm i'm a clown i'm i i really like make myself a clown for them a lot of you would be great I bet, on like mexico's got talent right it would be like <laughs> very over the plate, like, you know, broad network TV stuff. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. That's, that might be my, that might be my target audience. I didn't, I never thought about it, but Mexico stand up is blowing up in Mexico. I did see well, some all over the world. Netflix. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. a burgeoning, it's a burgeoning art form. Um, Mexican comedy central, um, uh, was very lively the last time I was in Mexico. It was oh. a lot of original content. So cool. just a thought. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll have to peep that. Makes it a detour. Um, but yeah, everybody should support you. You have a short film that will be coming out any day now. Well, in the future, at some point. Yeah. Supposedly sometime this year. Like we're we're, you know, there's festivals and yeah. stuff yeah. that we hope that we hope we might be, be included in, stuff like that. So it's it's kinda of a little bit of a waiting game, but I think this year projected. So and I know things are probably delayed because of the pando, but um Yeah. yeah. That's been it's been a little bit of a an obstacle to, to really sucks for everything but um i <laughs> am really excited to see it um it's called crouching comic film mm-hmm. or just crouching and, comic but yeah on, oh, on social okay. media it's got the film so folks know sick so yeah we we should definitely follow for updates about that um and we yes, should follow please. you for updates about everything that you do your portland 
continued takeover um, and otherwise, frankly, the world, as I say, Mexico, Spain, um, a third place where they speak Spanish. Benny Vidi Vici, that's me. <laughs> Four languages. <laughs> the world. Yeah. Um, okay, so Katie Wen, now it's time for me to ask the question that I ask all my guests. How can I build you up, Buttercup? I um, am realizing that I don't have much skill in um, or experience in taking flattering photos of myself. Um, I want to learn how to take a good selfie. I have no idea. I've never had to. Um, I haven't had to be on dating sites. I haven't had to. I've always had somebody living with me in the past to take to like, photos of you take a photo of me i live alone now um i might have to take photos of myself to show strangers on the internet at some point um and i have no idea how to take a flattering photo i don't know like angles i don't know um <laughs> settings i don't know <laughs> i i tried to take one in the mirror yeah. the other day and like i like just like put the phone it just completely covering my face i was like how do people do this like how can you see and i'm like that's probably like step number one like not cover your face and that was not that was like I, it wasn't until I took the photo that I realized that completely obscuring my face in the sure. photo but isn't that the point in some photos though like you know there's there's gotta right there's gotta be different types like sure. neck down is that a type you know neck down photos yeah there there's special <laughs> websites for those <laughs> the extra <laughs> no heads dot xxx <laughs> <laughs> Pesky heads getting in your way. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know how to take a selfie and I want to learn. How. I, this is a perfectly um, appropriate struggle. It's, it's a real struggle. I hate this for you. I, and, you know, I have to say, like, you know, we need your selfies, Katie, like you're beautiful and we need your light, you know, so we need you to figure this out. And I'm glad you brought it to me today. Um, yeah, I have noticed that I don't post a lot of photos myself online, but when I do, they get way more likes and way more engagement and response from like my friends and family and like strangers and people who care about me. And um, you think I got to give the people what they want. I gotta, I gotta figure out a way to, I don't know. It's not in my, it's not in my nature to take photos of myself, but I, but I realize that there's value in it as well. I'm pulling um, up your gram right now. Oh, and <laughs> I'm seeing, I would say like one of in the last like few months, maybe I'm seeing like one of five photos is a selfie, maybe one of 10 now that I'm going a little further back. Yeah, I just actually I'm seeing zero of zero, for, like a selfie, as in you're taking the photo. Yeah, um, very, very few of those. Very. Few yeah, I mean, I lack the skill. It's it's yeah, it's it's I lack the experience and the skill. Um, I've avoided it. And now I'm 33 years old. And I don't know how to take a selfie. So, well, I'm here to learn. You're here to learn. You've come to the right place, be, frankly, because I have a lot to pep you up. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to teach you how to take a selfie. That's not what we're here to do. That's I'm true. here to give you a pep talk about <sighs> your ability to take a selfie. And then the first thing I want to say is I hate this for you and I get it. I think a lot of people get it. I do not 
and and the 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 true um myth that you are mired in if i may use a few words that start with m yeah is the myth that anyone can take a selfie because they're fucking everywhere oh okay and what i suggest to you is that this is not a natural talent this is a learned as you said a skill but also just like a learned you know how how like we have the skill of changing our zoom settings whereas our parents don't have that skill it's not really a skill so much as that we were brought up with certain knowledge of technologies okay. and they were not and so okay. i feel that it is very learnable um particularly because it's not as though you are 63 years old you are a spring chicken and you <laughs> will be able to figure this out but uh -huh. i do think that <laughs> and the listeners will recognize that that was a spring chicken not yeah. one of those winter chickens no no those those ones have a lot a lot more guttural kind of sound to it i can't make the sound because i'm not a winter chicken no you're you're a spring chicken and oh wait um, i'm not a spring chicken you're right you're right okay i believe you are a spring chicken and um and that's why you will be able to take a selfie um and you will be able to do it successfully i think um i'm just gonna i'm just gonna start throwing out advice because i have a very i think i have like a good take on this okay yeah, yeah yeah which is that number one i think your tools are everything tools multiple tools yeah like props what are we <laughs> <laughs> rubber chicken <laughs> did you guys see katie's social media it is getting so good her props are insane she's got crazy mustaches she's got <laughs> really big sunglasses <laughs> that would be so funny Diane she's got Bowtie. this sign that says i'm with stupid and she's pointing it at herself hilarious oh tools though see i didn't even i didn't even maybe i'm under equipped maybe i'm ill-equipped for this at this we point we need to remember you know photography is an entire artistic and professional discipline yeah true that we are all expected to fucking know I will say this, you know, my day job is in social media and I cannot create, like it used to be my job to like take the pictures and put the pictures on social media, but I just don't think like that should not be one job. It can't be because taking mm. the pictures is so hard. So what I am suggesting is, you know, please recognize the fact that photography is a whole, you know, field. Yeah. So reverence, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Reverence. And you have like I, I know you not only to be a, a, a stand-up comedian extraordinaire, you are getting into collage work. Oh yes, it's true. I've made some paper collages. Uh both of those, those are for babies. Each of one of those was for a baby that oh. they were born. They were born days apart. And so they're very beautiful collages. You showed them to me before. And Anyway, I was just thinking about how like, okay, those are artistic principles, right? You have an aesthetic, certainly. Right, right. So, you know, now you're going to be using those talents in this other pursuit that you want to like have a beautiful photo of yourself. 
Yeah, I guess I hadn't necessarily made the the comparison because I guess, I mean, taking a photo of yourself is such a unique challenge. I feel like because it's it's like trying to looking through your lens and trying to figure out how it'll look, how other people will see it, right? Like, will this look yeah. do this? Will this look very this? Will this vibe, you know, be communicated? Will this um, mood, you know, be be yeah. be portrayed? Um, I guess I feel like I just I don't know. There's just so many things. Like the collage is this two D sure. um, <laughs> shapes on a page. I guess like the angles. It was for a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Li for literal babies. I have no <laughs> taste whatsoever. <laughs> no idea. Just put those up on the wall just because I said to. Well, I think you have uh -huh. cool taste. Um, okay. You always wear cool shirts and you always have a lot of um, great color on really color. your, you know, fashion and bicycle accoutrement and vibe. I appreciate that. I do like a bright color. Mm -hmm. I do like a, a, a vibrant vibe, um, probably because I'm so deadpan and quiet. Maybe I just really like showing up in terms in your eyeballs. That's where I show up. <laughs> um, <laughs> close your ears and open your eyes. Uh, Katie's coming. I don't know why anyone would say that, but uh, do you aspire to be more active on social media? Is that part of where it this has, is coming from? Yeah. It has been. Yeah. I, I want to be better at um, both promoting myself as a comedian and, and sharing a little bit more about my life with people who care about me. Um, I feel like Fans. a lot of times, yeah. Pe yeah. And, and like my friends and family too, even sure. just like, I feel like a lot of times I don't, don't really update the world on what's going on with me, unless it's like promotional for like a comedy show or something. Um, and like it's it's selfies are the kind of thing where and and maybe um you can help me address this too. It's one of those things where when other people do it, I'm like, yes, excellent. I love this. I'm gonna like the heart, mm -hmm. I'm gonna like the hell out of this. This is great, do this. And if I try to do it myself, I'm like, oh, so shallow. Why, you know, like, oh, why are you why do you think people want to see a picture of your face right now? Like with nothing else to contribute, like no words, like no, you know, not like a funny joke. You know, not like a, like a, something interesting in the background that people haven't seen before. Like, why would they just want a photo of you in front of a wall? Like, what is that? And people, I guess people like that, right? And I like it when other people do it, but like, I just can't for myself. It's like gum. I like when other people chew gum. I don't care when I do it. I feel, I feel very conspicuous. Is that weird? She's not a gum chewer, folks. No, she but I don't chew if gum. You, but if you chew gum, that's cool with me. Same thing with selfies. You know, why? I don't know. Just say one other word about why you, what feels weird about you chewing gum to you. I feel very like it's very noticeable and that people are going to judge me, even though I don't judge people for chewing gum. Probably because of them, like, just, what would the judgment be like? You're I don't um, know. It's like a stink so breath. No, I feel like gum is associated with being like vapid for whatever reason. Oh, like, stupid. Yeah. Like on TV, yeah. like the characters who chew gum are usually like 
dum dum. She's a yeah. dum dum. Yeah. Okay. And okay, I okay. and I don't think that about anybody else, but for some reason, I think people are gonna get that vibe from me. And I don't even think anybody's gonna consciously be like she doesn't know things. Yeah. I just think people are gonna just like, you know, pick up on when that. When you said that, I was like, hmm, I wonder. I wonder why I should be self-conscious about chewing gum. And I was like, oh, it's because it makes me seem sneaky. Sneaky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It seems like, oh, she's bad. She's up to no good. Like a greaser, you know, like oh, okay. smoking, like, uh, chewing gum, naughty. What's her name? Tell me about it, stud. Who's that? Grease? Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Yeah. She's chewing gum. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's like chewing on a toothpick or something. She's naughty though. That's not why she's, she's bad. Also, like, got when was that movie clothes. supposedly from? 60s, 50s? It was bet, supposedly set in the 60s, yeah. I bet gum lost its flavor really fast back then. But it was it was barely a food, like, just edible. It was probably more like paint. It was like an eraser. <laughs> yeah, it's clay. Everybody's just chewing on clay back in the 50s. Tell me about it. Uh, <laughs> she just blows the dust of her teeth. A tooth yeah. at John Travolta. Yeah. Hot. That's if I directed Grease. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you got a little judgy. You're a little judgy, self-judgy about the selfies. Yeah. Self okay. What what do we think? What parts of the selfie are hard to dial in? Is it like you're not liking like what what technical elements are we having an issue with? I think I don't I think that because I recognize that there is like an art to it, I realize that there should be angles for me. And there should be angles for the camera and angles for the light. Um, And it's the kind of thing where I believe like with so many arts and even sciences and stuff like that, you just got to do it badly before you do it well. Right. Just straight up. And I'm not trying to post a bunch of bad selfies on, on, on social media. And like, so I can look back when I'm like, what, 40 and be like, oh, when I was 33, like I, you know, (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing. You know, like, I'm not trying to do that either. Um, and I also just like, I think I have, you know, maybe a tinge of dysmorphia. I've never seen a photo that I, I like how I look in it either. Mm. So I don't trust myself. You know what I mean? Like if I'm, if yeah. I'm blind to that, it's like being like colorblind and having to choose, you know, like photos of different shades, you know, same photo, different shades. Like, I yeah. don't know. They all look equally unflattering to me. Um, so I don't even know if I have a discerning enough eye or for, for, to evaluate that kind of thing. Okay. Well, I'm here to say you absolutely do have a, a discerning enough eye. Your (laughs) eyes are very discerning. I mean, that's what I was trying to set up before when I said like, you do collage work, you know, what looks Mm. good. Like I'm here to say you always look good. Like your clothes, you're always putting yourself together in a way that is an aesthetic. So I think you should trust that you picked your glasses, you picked your shirt, you picked your necklace. It all works. It's true. It's true. It's good. Okay. Um, the next thing I have to say is like, yeah, I like, you know, I, like I said, I work in social media and yeah, a picture of a person is always going to generate more feelings of connection than a picture of, you know, your, you know, I don't know, your house or your fish or whatever, you know? Um, 
And even though you might be like, hey, here's a show I'm doing, like this is actually very close to me. It's a flyer for a show, but it's still, it's like an image, it's graphics. Like, you know, people are always gonna respond more to you. And so I think it's like professionally a smart thing to do. Hmm. Interpersonally, I know that you're trying to stay connected to a community amid a pandemic. And yes, we'll need to see you in order to stay connected to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you can text selfies to people, but it's probably more normal to post them on social media. (laughs) To the group chat. Thinking about you. (laughs) Friends, we're friends. I wouldn't mind getting a selfie from you at all. Actually, me and my friends do sometimes do kind of goofy selfies. Yeah. I'll send photos to friends, but I don't tend to send selfies. Maybe if they would like that, then I, then I have no problem doing that. I just like like, something silly, you know, jokey, like good morning. And it's like my eyes, like above my blankie and that's (laughs) where I was here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, over your blankie, um, getting yourself involved in visual mediums. You know, well, also, like I was thinking the last time like I did send selfies, it was like in like a dating context. And I haven't done that in like in a long time, but like that's coming up here at some point um, now that I'm like single or whatever. So I need to I imagine that's the that's something people still do when they. Yeah, you mentioned that a couple of times. It kind of sounds like that might be a driving force in this, which is kind of its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not the, that's, I've always wanted to take more selfies and then I've always wanted to take more photos, but I have a hard time just pulling out my phone in general. Like, even if it's like, yeah. even if I'm like with friends and we're doing something fun and like part of me be like, Oh, it'd be nice to have a photo of this. Another part of me is going to be like, oh, you're just going to pull out your phone now. And then like make everybody like huddle together. Like, you know, we're having a moment here, you know, like don't need to I want to take more photos in general, but yeah, I want mm-hmm. to take more photos of myself. And if I want to take more photos of myself, I want them to be flattering. Um, just because like, it's just, I've always wanted yeah. to. Yeah. It's- what I'm hearing is like that thing of wanting to either be in the moment or step out of the moment and capture the moment is like, sort of like the millennials dilemma, <laughs> because if we were seven years younger, we wouldn't think about it. We would no. just take the fucking no. selfie. And yeah. we probably wouldn't yep. be out of the moment doing that. You know, mm-hmm. I think the way that younger people like kind of experience the world is maybe just slightly different than mine because they're able to multitask like a little bit better. Like I truly think this, um, but also maybe there's, or overstimulated depending on your perspective. Yeah, right. Cause like you, there is a such thing as taking photos of too many things. Like if you get the same Starbucks drink every single day and you post it every single day, like that's, sure. you don't, you don't need to do that. But like, if you post every different thing you eat, what's wrong with that, you know? But like, um, yeah. And like with comedy too, like, I don't know. It's just, you know, like I, I don't want to be self-conscious about something that I don't think other people should be embarrassed about right like I realize it's like why do I not judge other people when they do that but when I like why don't I feel comfortable that's kind of weird right like I should be chill with that like I should feel comfortable whipping out my phone in the middle of a crowded street I took a phone of food once to send to my brother and somebody's like oh you're gonna put it on the gram and I was I, I was like insulted I was like I'm not gonna put this on my Instagram oh interesting like, yeah well, let me say this because I was just on another podcast talking about relationships and I was talking to someone in their 60s who was talking about how it's so important to really just 
like, I don't know how you kids do it because people don't represent themselves in the way they used to, because when he was a kid, um, in the, you know, the seventies and the eighties, um, is that right? No, what longer ago in the sixties, <laughs> six year old is kid in the eighties. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so back, back in the day, that generation X, the, the day, the, the unnamed day that doesn't require me to do any math. Um, that person felt like people represented themselves the way they are. And with this sort of new world that we live in, where we sort of have this other, that is our like online presence. It's not us. It's how we're choosing to represent ourselves. Yeah. And a lot of people also, you know, extend that to, and also how I represent myself in my dating life. And it's different. It just is like, it's not as authentic as, as I am, you know, sitting here with you, there's, you know, there was probably some editorializing happening back in the sixties, back in the seventies, people were like, I'm like this, everybody knows me. Cause I'm like this, but it would all be reputation. It wouldn't be like, you know, I don't know, just, I, I think that's like a really big part of what makes us so anxious is like, why are we doing this and why, and trying to make sense of it. And like trying to, you know, be more authentic, but you know, there is, there is a lot of choices that happen. There's a lot of editorializing that happens when you represent yourself online. Yeah. And I think I'm just like hyper aware of like, of, you know, like if, like some people are so good at taking photos of themselves and they're so photogenic um, to the point where, or they, or they, or they just, the way they take photos of themselves, they just look totally different. And I see that all the time. And I guess I just, I, I like, I shy away from photos that I think might be like more flattering. Cause I'm like, I'm not trying to make it look like this is like, you know, my, like, oh my profile on like a model, you know, thing. Like I want to put like some stuff that looks real on here. Like I want to, but I don't know, like if candid shots, I don't think I look attractive in, you know what I mean? And like flattering shots. I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to make it. I don't know. Like, I think just, I don't think it's disingenuous to post flattering, flattering photos of yourself at all. But I, I guess maybe like I'm maybe part of me is just like, I just don't want anybody to ever like see a photo of me and then see me in real life and be like, huh, you know? And I know that happens all the time because like maybe half people are better looking in real life. Half people are better looking photos. Maybe like, maybe that's how it works out. Something like that. So everybody in some way or another, nobody looks exactly like their photo. Right. And everybody looks better in one or the other. And I guess, I guess I would rather my photos be unflattering and I look better in real life. So I don't want any photos that look better than I do in real life. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like that. That's like that other person, right? The way you're, rep you're wanting to represent yourself. You want it. You don't want to focus too much on that person's appearance, possibly, you know, um, maybe that seems disingenuous. Um, you don't want to catfish anyone. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, which is like, maybe I'm getting my head ahead of myself there. Cause maybe I'm not capable of taking such a flattering photo yet, but yeah, I don't I want think you're getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to catfish anybody with my insane photography skills. But think about like the way most, you know, influencers are. Most influencers are catfishing all of us, right? Their lives don't look like that. The way they make their coffee in the morning on their well, fucking marble shit and their avocado and people, toast. Well, and people criticize them for that. You know what I mean? 
Like, I'm not trying to. Yeah, but also a lot of people just follow them and don't care. You know what I mean? Like, because you don't know them personally. Like, I'm just here to learn how you make your fucking overnight oats or whatever. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I would never eat overnight oats. Gross. Warm (laughs) those fucking oats up. (laughs) Yeah. Gross. Eight hours old oats. Yeah, gross. I don't want a smoothie bowl. I want a smoothie. <laughs> Just trying to name all the influencer things. I don't yeah, want a Dalgona coffee. I will just want some coffee. <laughs> Do you know what Dalgona coffee is? Is it that whipped stuff? Yeah, it was that whipped stuff. Did you From make back any? in the early Pando? No, I don't like instant coffee. It's disgusting. Oh, I, I, I want to. I'm, I'm not really into coffee either, but I kind of want to just like whip something. Sure. Yeah. You can uh, whip uh, chickpea liquid, the liquid from the chickpea so, pan. What's that called? Alpha. Aquafaba. Aquafaba. You can whip it into a meringue and have a bean flavored meringue if you want. Does it taste like beans? They say yeah, it, does. it doesn't taste like sweet, sweet sugar unless mm, you put sugar in it. Beanie meringue. <laughs> Sounds like a character from a Jerry Spinelli That's novel. my drag name. <laughs> Beanie Meringue. meringue. And it's like a I'm doing like boy drag. And it's like I'm just kind of like a little I'm a little street urchin, an English, an English Dickensian orphan. Yeah. I'm baby meringue. And like your little hair poof looks like a meringue. Yeah. (laughs) Like Jimmy Neutron. From under your cap. Yeah. You're like super pale. (laughs) You're just like super sickly. Yeah. I'm beanie meringue. Not well. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay. What? How, how did we get t- talking about this? Um. Uh. Catfishing people. And catfishing people. You're misrepresenting yourself. I'll find every reason well, to. <laughs> that's. I mean, this is really interesting, Katie, because I think if, I think if, you know, if you're struggling to, okay, I think a person who may might be struggling to accept how beautiful they are might also have trouble except like being able to take photos of themselves. And I would say that that person perhaps should take more photos of themselves because it's practice, right? It's practice of like, here's, you know, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll frame it as my own self. You know, I'm, I'm a fat person in this world. And I, I never thought I was, I was able to be a part of the beauty construct because I was, you know, I was, I was a big girl and I didn't see anybody who looked like me. And especially like as a model, like especially looked at and not heard, I was like me never. And then when I did modeling and got started getting in front of a camera, I was like, oh, I actually kind of like this. Mm. And it feels it felt, you know, and it still feels like some sometimes I'll look at a photo and be like, mm, that's just not that just doesn't work for me. Like, I just don't like the way I look in there. I, you know, for whatever reason, it highlights some part of my body that I that no one would ever have a problem with. But it's just it's just my thing, you know, and that's fine. Like that'll that'll happen. And I, and I hope to heal those parts of myself. But I think, yeah, taking a picture of yourself, it's it's part of being in relationship with yourself. Right. And like kind of just learning how to love yourself better. Heavy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, so that's legit. I mean, it makes sense. Um, okay. Yeah. 
just let, just let it wash over you. I, as I said, it's you know <laughs> just some just another just another thing to, to to consider. Okay, the other thing I was going to tell you about is the judgy piece. Mm-hmm. Okay, our mutual friend Jenny Yang gave me a very good piece of advice like five years ago, which is we were having lunch when I was visiting LA, and she was like, "Let's take a selfie," and I was like, "Okay," and she was like, "I read this piece." about taking selfies and how it's important for us to take selfies. And she put it in a very thoughtful academic way that I'm not going to be able to say, but it's basically, (laughs) it's a radical act of taking up space. And when we are not, you know, maybe the, the dominant, um, the dominant faces that you see on TV or, you know, maybe on Instagram even, Um, that taking up space in that social landscape is like actually radical. And I believe that. I believe that you, um, you know, I want to see more of you and less white men, frankly. And Mm. that's That's just a powerful argument. Yeah. If I was typing in hashtag comedian, hashtag standup comedian, hashtag Spanish teacher, or just what, however, what, however people would find you to be like, this is what a stand-up comedian looks like. That's what I want to see. It's a good point. It is an excellent point. I think it is. Selfies as an act of resistance. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's resistant of, I mean, that's why I think that especially considering your beauty and like engaging with that is part of dismantling like white supremacist beauty standards. It's true. It's true. I definitely did not like how Asian I looked when I was younger. Um, that was, that was, there's a lot of internalized racism yeah. involved in that self-image feeling better now, but I'm so glad, but we, yeah. you know, I think about that a lot. I'm like, man, it's so, I'm so glad that there's more body diversity. There's more racial diversity in the media I consume now, but I'll tell you what, I was still raised on a diet that was all blondes with flat butts and no fatties. <laughs> and I can't believe I said no fatties. I was just laughing because it's such a offensive phrase, but I, I meant it in the nicest way. Um, yeah, that's how it was. Those, those are the club no. rules. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like I'm thinking like the era, like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson, yeah. Mandy Moore. That's just that cohort. Um, totally, dude. All yeah. this free Britney stuff is really brought me back to that time because everybody's like, we loved her. Like she was the prettiest girl. And I was like, yeah, that was the problematic part of it. And that's why I was like not interested at all. Um, I can't I can't believe it. I, I, I consume a lot of like gay, um, like kind of cis male gay, like culture type review and they loved like pop music so much and I was like why did I fucking hate that shit and I was like oh because it was like the biggest you know cloud of beauty standards that was just ruining my life oh yeah I I, one thing that I've always specifically been very self-conscious about has been my legs and I always thought they were like too like thick for the rest of my body and I remember hearing Simon Cowell talking about Britney Spears and he said that her legs were too muscular like I very distinctly remember that and I was just like if fucking Britney Spears right you know what I mean it's just like Jesus Christ yeah but like in my mind like I'll never forget I've looked for that clip it was like some random ass show but I, I will never forget that I'm like oh that's a very specific criticism that very specifically made me oh. feel very bad that's there's, 
Yeah. Those, I mean, they're everywhere. They're around. And that body, you, you know, if anybody, if any tender, li- gentle listener is, is listening right now and you are like, hmm, I wonder if, if my thing is body dysmorphia, specifically, I think like what you just said about your legs, anything that makes you zero in on one body part, for sure, that's not part of you <laughs> because there's no, think of a child, like, why would a child like examine their thighs and be like, this is very bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like trying to find like the specific words for it too. Cause it's just like, mm, they're too, um, muscular, you know, like I was searching for like too thick. I used, you know, I settled on, I used to say like, as like an adolescent that the top half of my body didn't match the bottom. Like, you don't want a fucking weird thing to think about yeah. yourself. That is like, they don't, I don't match. Like what am I, you know, like, like it works yeah. like that. Like if it fits, you know, unless like I got like bones sticking out where my <laughs> sticking on my waist and they're not like lining up. Right. But other, you know, all the wild beauty standards, symmetry is a wild thing to demand. Oh, out yeah. of us. Like, just mm-hmm. So many. <laughs> yeah. Do so we demand symmetry of the blades of grass in- of a tree of a turtle of a cheetah's spots? No, hey. right. No. <laughs> a symmetrical cheetah would be creepy. It would be like uncanny valley, like robot shit. It would be yeah, creepy. Yeah, yeah. That cheetah would get would get poached and 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 vivisected like immediately. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah we don't. I mean, but us though, we coat. need to be. Yeah, I don't match. It's like what the? What do I? You know, like what am I? Yeah. Freaking one of those books with three levels of pages that you can flip. And and then, (laughs) oh yeah, I, listen, I know exactly the book you're talking about and I knew it. And I knew the book when you said my, my top half doesn't match my bottom half. I was like, well, that's, that's a book right there. Yeah. I was just going to say that like, that is so pervasive. Like what you, like that kind of thing that you just described is so pervasive that that's how we as a culture know things like don't wear horizontal stripes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They're yeah. Stripes. And, and we know what colors and what shaped yeah. shoes and like yeah. it's and I know like, yeah, I know all that shit. Like you know, if I, you have a square face that you got to do certain things to deal with your yeah. square face. Yeah. You need this haircut. Yeah. If you have this, yeah. if you have this, if your veins look this color under your skin, you should wear this color. Yikes. You know, it's just like good. Like, yeah. why do you, you know, got me looking at the color of my veins? I'm like, is that? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, a good reminder that when you pull on any of those threads, like the whole thing, you know, the emperor has no clothes and, you know, it's, it's a slippery slope though, you know? And so it starts with, I don't like myself in this picture ends with blah, blah, blah. But also, you know, on the other hand, like you said, you're trying to, okay, that this is what I was getting to is like, you are you know, you're trying to connect with people. That's the holy part of this. This is, that's the divine. You're trying to connect with your fans. You're trying to stay connected during a global pandemic that is still happening. And you really, really have to make this a priority to stay connected to your community. And actually I, what I'm hearing, I think is you're trying to increase your visibility in your community and ultimately like strengthen those relationships and engagement. She's nodding. She agrees. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well then- Mm -hmm keeping that at the center of every mission of every selfie mission, which is like, I'm trying to, you know, show off that Katie to that other selfie self. 
uh, right now. And I'm making some editorial choices and they're not going to be informed by toxic beauty standards. They're going to be informed by the, the part of yourself that has an aesthetic that chooses the colors and papers for a baby collage, <laughs> but also <laughs> that picked your like beautiful green t-shirt and your bicycle and all the things that like delight your eyes. Oh, there's the bicycle. Dude, I didn't know you had a coral colored bicycle. Yeah, I got a new bike. It looks nice, doesn't it? I got a different it's helmet so too. Fucking cute. This is your Instagram, bitch. This is your whole Instagram account. It's you on your cream, ice cream colored bicycle being my cute. Bike. Like Amelie, your Vietnamese Amelie, dude, just lean into it. Okay, that is, it is a beautiful bike. It is, I am proud of it. Do you and understand all... what I'm saying? Yeah, but I do. This is, you have an aesthetic already. Like it already exists. You make these editorial choices. You're very cute and we deserve to see it. Um, I've told you all, I told you previously, do you have anything to respond to about that? <laughs> like a rebuttal? <laughs> do you receive that? Oh, Yes, I, I receive that. I accept it. I need to reflect on it. Does that excite you at all? Does, does the thought of like taking a picture featuring my favorite things, my favorite um, fashion moments, my favorite looks? I think what, 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 what's hitting for me is yeah. the, the doing this, I wouldn't say like for other people, but for, for that connection, as opposed to just for myself and self-promotion yeah. and self, you know, like my, myself seeking validation for me. Um, so I think really centering, like you said, my connection to other people and how connection people might and like resistance. that. Yeah. And resistance. Yeah. That's important. You know, we need you. You do need okay. me there. Connection and resistance. Um, and, and really like this is a skill and it is a, it's a learnable skill. And like you said at the beginning, you need to practice. And I have a suggestion and it's having a Finsta. Oh, what's, who do you, do I, do I just like, <laughs> I know what it is, but like, do you like follow your close friends on it? Or do you just like completely like keep it isolated? I've never, I don't. I think I you know. can do whatever you want. Um, I think you could share it with some people okay. and not other people. Um, I think of it as, I think some people have, you know, their other self, you know, and then if they're not able to be as like open or they don't, they need to be like polished for whatever reason, they have like this other self and it's maybe not necessarily closer to more authentic, but it can represent something different than their Katie too. Okay. Finsta. Okay. Actually that, that is, that is an enticing idea. It, it you can ask your like, students how they set it up. I know every child has a Finsta. Do that just because their parents check the real ones. I know. I, know I some. can only assume. Oh man. Finsta. I never thought of it as for. Sir. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It might even just be like a personal or, you know, or like a less, you know, public, slightly less public. You could even set it to private and just invite the people that you want to see it. Hmm. Get some good. I wonder, I bet you're wondering why I gathered you all here tonight. <laughs> 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 
that will the lights go my, out. That'll be my Finsta brand. That'll yeah. <laughs> Creepy dinner party. Yeah. Really exploring myself yeah. there. Dry eyes. A lot of know. wigs. Yeah. <laughs> See, that would be like a really fun social media vibe for you too, is to just be creative in a like a really unfiltered way. I do like to get a little weird in the stories sometimes, but people don't interact with me that much. So I don't know if anybody's really enjoying it. I know like a couple of my friends, but. I don't, I, th- I mean, this is advanced, but if you ever got into TikTok, you I'm sure could do some like extremely dank um, educator TikTok. Oh yeah. The, like, educator the, TikTok the, is dank. Yeah. Teacher TikTok. Yeah. That's a whole. Yeah. I'm it's, it's aggressive. Uh, uh, it's a full on thing. I, I follow a number of TikTok teachers, not on TikTok, but they put their stuff on other stuff. It's, it oh, seems like, a, it seems like a lot of work, honestly, like a lot. It fucking is dude. I made like three TikToks and it was so hard. I was like, bro. And that's what I mean. You know, like the kids just grew up with these tools, so they know how to use the tools. Um, and it, it takes us a, a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, we're, I mean, like I'm great at PowerPoint. Like you give me a PowerPoint I'll give you a, I'll give you transitions. I give you, you could anything. figure it out though, dude, you could figure out any fucking thing. You're very powerful. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I believe, um, TikTok, Yeah. TikTok. I resisted. I've, I've resisted, but oh, and the fucking tool pieces, which is oh yeah, lighting. Lighting is fucking essential, dude. And oh. and it's not even like I mean, the bright bright sun is the best. So you just you know get near a window, face the window, but you have to kind of work with it because it's not always the brightest sun of the day that's the best, and it's not always um, the way you look in the mirror is not the way you're being lit to be photographed by a camera. It looks different. Um, Another piece is how good your camera is, is huge. I found out that the front facing camera on your iPhone is probably your best camera, not the face of your phone, the other side, the side that you can't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the best selfie camera. So I think the way most people take, then you stand in front of a mirror and take your selfie so the mirror is hitting the phone screen. This is all I'm speculating. I, I usually take a selfie where I can see myself in the screen and, but it's a super selfie up close selfie. Then you've got your mirror selfies. Then you're, you're, you're holding the front facing camera toward the mirror. Those seem so you're more, taking a picture of your reflection. Those seem more advanced to me than mirror. So then you have to have a whole backdrop. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you have a dedicated performance space in your apartment nope. for doing comedy? Mm-mm. Okay. You're looking at a space. You're looking at mine too, which is not great. And I don't have a great um, webcam. That's my, that's my next thing is that the computer camera is very bad. Oh, is it? It is bad. Like if you, if we were doing this on our phones, it would be much, much clearer and better. And so that's my, my next frontier is trying to figure out how to either get a webcam or do all my recording on my phone. Um, but you got I need a light already, phone. right? Yeah. So I have a ring light. Ring lights are very inexpensive. Um, they- I recommend a ring light. Um, otherwise you can get some lights that are powerful and just make sure it's um, omnidirectional. 
for the listeners, oh. I'm, I'm showing light coming in on both sides of my face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if you want your backdrop lit, you got to light that too. Do I mean, that's the lights. I have, I have two lights and then I, I turn on an overhead light so that you can see behind me. I saw a comic on a show last week where she had fairy lights behind her, but she was lit on her face. Um, so her backdrop was lit with like twinkle lights and it looked really cute. Yeah. I might have to set up, um, something. I don't I have, a we all do. Yeah. Gotta figure something out here. I think we all I don't, do. yeah, I don't do a lot of live shows these days, but we'll see. Something to consider, but if you're going to do any live shows, you're going to need a ring light anyway. So might as well buy a fucking ring light. And they're really under twenty dollars. Are they? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I got one on Amazon. Or no, 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 I was gifted this one. Um, I got one off of Amazon that is a huge ring light, and I really didn't need to buy a nineteen-inch ring light for like forty dollars. But really, I have like a thirteen-inch one. It's about the size of my face, and it's perfect. Mm, thirteen-inch, yeah. I'll and mine has that. a phone holder on it, so then it's just like then you just take your selfie tools yeah I don't have any kind of tripod or light or anything so it's literally just like one of one of yeah. these which I'm not super skilled at yet we'll see yeah I also sh- um just like shorter arms than some people so sure so that's always that's always a little bit of a challenge get if I want to get think- more in the shot yeah. I mean, I think like, okay, so when, when did selfies start? Like Paris Hilton, like 2000, yeah. 2003, maybe, you know? Ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and what I would argue is that we're now, you know, we're on TikTok now. We're at a zenith of taking content of ourselves. We don't need to like have our arm in the photo anymore. Like it's a true selfie. To me, you can take a picture of yourself however the fuck you want in an editorial way. And actually maybe that's the new normal, but you asked me about selfies and I tell you that, yes, of course we want, we, yes, of course we want selfies from you. It's casual. It's intimate. It's beautiful. I need that encouragement. Yeah. Nobody's ever told me that before. You're beautiful. No one's ever told you that before. Oh, that you want to see pictures of me. Mm, yes, I want to see pictures of you. Let me see pictures of you, like one of the my French girls. That day, it didn't work. Like I look at the pictures of my French girls. I want to also look at a picture of you. Mm-hmm. I am a skunk. I am skunk. Le skunk. Qu'est-ce que c'est le sexual harassment? Je ne sais quoi. Je m'appelle lawyer. Day sexual. <laughs> I married Mary Kate Olsen, but she divorced me. I just reviewed that today. Did you remember that? Gross. The French guy that I Olivier didn't know he was French. I knew he was old. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the brother of the of the former French president who just got who just got um, sentenced to three years for a conviction. He's that guy's brother. Um, whoa he got corruption to three years for, for corruption? corruption yeah but it'll he already served two supposedly and he'll do wonder he's the former president he'll be he'll be on so, house arrest for a year was he pre-macron yeah macron yeah. okay yeah. okay 
I didn't know that was a bad guy like that. Sarkozy? I thought they were. Yeah, I, I mean, cool. I guess I thought because he was married to Carla Bruni. Um, oh, yeah. So he was like cool. But... but he's the one who like banished women from wearing burkas and stuff like that. Yeah, he's not. A, yeah, he's not a good dude. Bad. And then his brother married Mary Kate Olsen and they were married for like five, six years or something like that. The weirdest. Weird. She's 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 rid of him now. Olivier Sarkozy. The Sarkozy, those Sarkozy men. <laughs> I just listened to a podcast about the um the bunga bunga guy, the um uh Berlusconi. Oh god, yeah, that guy's a that guy's, that guy's a, a piece of work too. They got Trumps all over the world. Oh yeah, Philippines, Brazil, they yeah. got them everywhere. Yeah. Bolsonaro. Yeah, these guys. Yeah. And that's why we have to post selfies as an act of resistance Mm -hmm. against Mm -hmm. patriarchy. I suppose selfies are inherently political. It makes sense. I really, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't feel like it. I grant you this. And I also grant you that, I mean, I have not been in the mood to post photos of myself this year. And I have not posted many photos of myself this year, but in the past, I've felt very strongly about posting photos of myself as like, again, this exercise of, you know, a, a transgressive act toward the the beauty um, matrix, you know? But I fully understand not wanting to post photos amid a global pandemic, but you really have made me think about this and I need to get back into it, I think particularly for the for the reasons that you mentioned of like connecting with people reminding your people that like your energy exists you know and if we can't you know see you in person or we can't watch you do stand up connecting with your energy on a social media platform is the next best thing yeah and and yeah i just want to be a little more available and accessible than I than I have been because I definitely went into my little cocoon, my little turtle shell during the pandemic, and people have wondered how I've been, and and they can see if they can see a little bit more of that on social media, then um, we won't have like a four hour Zoom call once every like three months, yeah, maybe. which is nice and I love, but also you know I can some things people could find out via social media. Yeah. They don't they don't all need uh, a text. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's how you're, how you, how we build community. Like some people are right in the, some people are in the car and some people are following. No, this is a bad metaphor. Some people (laughs) are at the table. (laughs) (laughs) At the table. Some people are at the table. Some people are in the annex. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are in the restaurant with you. Some people are at the table with you. There we go. That's a better, that's a metaphor. Some people are in that dressing room with you. <laughs> Some of them are standing outside wearing, you know, yeah. holding on to three different Some sizes. Some people are at a Forever 21 on the other side of the mall. Some people are in the mall. <laughs> Very silly. Okay. Um, I try to, on this podcast, give people a magical element as oh. they, as I leave them, you know, a blessing, a mantra, oh. an incantation. Okay. Okay. And my, I, I'm trying to think of a mantra for you because I know like you're, you're, 
you're talking about this like voice that comes up when you're like about to take a selfie and you're like, oh boy, this is vapid. I'm like a gum chewing idiot, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I I think the word accessible, when you said like, I want to be more accessible, Mm. that's like a very down to earth kind of vibe to bring to this selfie process, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, so you, when you put, you know, you put the camera up in front of you when that, okay. When that thought comes in where you're like, what am I trying to look like? You know, when you're making choices about what to, what parts of yourself to show, I think accessible can come to mind, but also I I'm thinking of the color green, not just because you're wearing a green t-shirt and you usually are wearing, Ooh, what is it? What, what are you they're showing all, me? They're also green. They're four. Oh, your sweatpants green. are green. Oh, they look yeah. black. Oh, cute, cute, cute. Green from head to toe. And I always recall yeah, you, your green bicycle green. helmet, Yeah. Um, which was iconic, an iconic bicycle helmet look. And you always have your green necklace on usually True. Jade. Jade necklace, yeah. Jade jewelry, yeah. Jade green. drip. Green's really my vibe, huh? Yeah, it really is. Trees, yeah, you know. you know, the vibes. So mm-hmm. I was just thinking about when you're trying to show people you're like accessibility, you know, you're open, you're connected and the jade, the green is going to be the, hmm, how do I put this? It's just like the door. It's the, you know, your aesthetic is the portal. Mm. for you to put your energy through. So yeah, a gr- oh. it's a big green door. And that's oh. that's where your energy is getting through. My aesthetic is the portal. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, your aesthetic is the portal. It's my Stargate. <laughs> yes. It's my Stargate SG-1. <laughs> yeah, your aesthetic is the portal. And your your like precious self is the energy that's getting through, mm. but you do need to make some editorial choices to, yeah. to build this door, you know, right. and that feels weird and it feels weird because it's not natural there. You are making choices. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to make but some choices and some just, changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're going to practice and yeah, you're going to possibly practice and, you know, practicing like creating a big green portal to bring your energy through on a Finsta kind of sounds like a fun project to me. sounds like a lot more fun than duck, duck lips. And, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't see you deciding to take a selfie, doing something that means nothing to you and keeping that up. Like I, cause you're, that's not a lifestyle. <laughs> No, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta refine my, uh, my photographer's eye. Yeah. Easy, easy to do. It'll come easy. I really believe this, but getting over that judgy voice is the, is the tough part. Yeah. The voice. It's, it's very, it's very prevalent. It's been, it's been dominating in there for a while. 
it's too, yeah. And then it's two prong. It's like, why am I taking this photo? And I don't like this photo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then it, it then it, they feed off each other, and then this like, exactly oh, delete this. Literally delete, literally have taken selfies and then just deleted them off my camera. Just didn't even want them. Just didn't even want them anywhere. Yeah, and then you know, um, yuck. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm, no evidence. Why? Mm. Of what? What crime am I? Huh? What crime am I to behold? Um, no crime. No crime. Your aesthetic is the portal. Yay. I like that. Green, 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 green. Okay. Katie, that's, that's the, that's the goddamn pep talk. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, I didn't really say the macro. Damn it. I always forget something. Well, the macro, macro. you, I mean, we, we talked about it. The macro view of your struggle is uh. that, you know, this is white supremacist beauty standard culture patriarchy governs our bodies and our beauty um but really we need to have like an organic relationship with our own beauty and selves that's separate from capitalism and you know white supremacist patriarchy you get that you can get you get the resistance and then the other piece of course is that billionaires own these social platforms and that <laughs> feels gross to like make them rich and sell our information um that doesn't sound like it was a struggle. And I just have to bring that up because it's a piece of this. <laughs> and she can't leave well enough alone. Just an acknowledgement. Yeah, we gotta, we know, yeah. You That's know, just turn, turn that data off, you know, like, you know, turn all those, um, just keep an eye on your privacy settings and all that good stuff. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let those apps follow you around when they're no longer in use, you know? Yeah, I'm not trying to. Yeah. Not trying to help Zuckerberg out any more than yeah. he already has. Yeah. Fucking Zuck. He can pay his own bills. He doesn't need my my shiny Instagram nickels. Yeah. But can you hear also, me, Zuck? Can you hear this? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Zuck. But also, Zuck, your platforms could potentially raise our visibility, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is better for our community and could potentially be good for our careers also. So we will take advantage of your fucking brain juice, Zuck. Yeah, we'll 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 sip the juice, but we won't like it. Hey, I want to like the juice. You want me? I'll sip of the juice, but I'm not gonna like the juice. I'm not gonna swallow. No, Is I'm it? a. Yeah, I'm gonna until you walk out of the room, and then I'm gonna spit into the plant. I'm gonna gargle that shit, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss it toss it up. Yeah, I'll I'll accept that shit in my mouth, but I will uh I will uh ruin it with my yeah. we'll that part out <laughs> yeah let's just probably All right. yeah um yeah it's it's very it's very problematic <laughs> the whole social media ball of wax um, right yeah because it it does have that tinge to it too though it's just just yeah. like oh i'm just more content to be monetized by someone else. Sold. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, what I always try to remember is that all those fucking documentaries that talk about how problematic social media is, they're buying and selling our data, blah, blah, blah. It erases all of the movements, all of like the women of color movements, frankly, that have occurred through social networks, you know, and it flattens anything that isn't money. <laughs> 
Yeah. All those fucking documentaries don't talk about any like valuable social currency that is created through these networks. So, yeah. All right, honey. That's the damn pep talk. I wish I had cut it off earlier, but I didn't. And we got a little bit deeper, but that's okay. That's okay. Thank you. Appreciate the talk. Much appreciated. I appreciate um, you joining me and being in community with me. Um, Do you think you can do it? I think I can eventually. Yeah. I'll get there. You're taking it seriously, which is good. Um, I never expected I have to do this. I know. But it is my, my destiny. It is your duty. We really need you, dude. We really need you out there. I'll get my face on that timeline. You'll see. You get get your face on that. Get your face on Maine is what we need. On Maine, yeah. What if you went totally the other way and was just like, nope, only fans. <laughs> no face. No face. Was nicked down. Yeah. Only I fans. I could get like a gas mask or something and just have a good time on there, I think. Do you have any like identifiable tattoos and stuff? No, I have no tattoos. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. Free. If you cover up face, then you're good. Like, unless you have any other identifying, you know. Yeah, no, I don't. Like marks I have no, something. no, I have no marks. Um, you're probably pretty, you don't have like a spider shaped scar in the middle of your back, you know? Nope. That's, um, I mean, de- I think my body is pretty iconic, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Whoa, is that? <laughs> I'm sure somebody could recognize it. It's not so much about like, can nobody recognize it so much as like plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. Yeah. And really with deep fakes, it, you know, they could that do is anything. Kinda, that is kind of scary, isn't it? it yeah. Is. So you got to take selfies of yourself before Mother Russia just makes them, Katie. Yeah. What if Mother? Yeah. What if like next thing I know, I'm going to be seeing like Fox News quoting my tweets about like my President Trump, like as an Asian American woman, as like a gay, <laughs> as a gay Asian woman, I love Trump. It's going to be like my photo, you know, so I better put it out there so that people can vouch that it was mine first. Yeah. So I don't end up. Deep faked. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Katie, it's such a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, I'm going to wrap up the podcast the way I wrap up every episode of You Can Do It with Brie Pruitt, which is by singing the very end of End of the Road by Boys to Men. Oh, wow. Okay. And you can join in if you want to, but you don't have to. I kind of want to hear. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. And now we've come to the end of the road and I can't let go. It's so natural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. Thank you. That was really lovely. I haven't been sang to in fucking, I don't even know. Well, you got to come back and you get an encore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'll sing to you. You spin me right round, baby. Perfect. You serenade, you serenade right back. <laughs>